The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to Instagram Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're doing a deep dive into one of the biggest and fastest growing channels that drive both paid and organic reach, Instagram. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that covers the landscape, features, and optimization strategies for you to use your Insta profile to drive business results. Joining us for Instagram week is Colton Bollinger, who's the co-founder and CEO of Jumper Media, which is an agency of strategic thinkers, marketers, developers, and designers who bring thousands of targeted new followers that convert into paying customers on Instagram. Outside of his work at Jumper Media, Colton's an avid golfer, surfer, all-around nice dude. And he's got a wealth of information related to social networking and Instagram. And we're excited to have him as our guest on the MarTech Podcast. So far this week, we've talked about the overall landscape of Instagram, how to think about the various content tools, how to create content that resonates with your audience. And today we're going to talk about how to increase the visibility of your Instagram content. Here's the fourth installment of Instagram Week with Colton Bollinger from Jumper Media. Colton, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. This is getting more and more fun every day. Glad to be here. I'm psyched to have you. We get you for the whole week, so we <laughs> made it to Thursday. I want to talk to you a little bit about growth, about actually driving some business results. We talked about Instagram and sort of the general landscape so far. We talked about some of the content tools, how to create content, what the right cadence is for posting it. How do we get that content that you've slaved over and you found the perfect photo or shot the perfect video, you got it up in your feed or your story? How do you make sure people actually see that? I get this a lot from our clients. And I think that's still a mystery yet to be solved is tracking organic conversions from social media. So whenever someone is serious about how we actually start converting more leads from social and it's less about just general awareness... I usually point them in the direction of some paid ads, paid media to actually develop a campaign that they can scale and see results from. Because organically, we post, we engage, and we hope. And then we have to develop some type of tracking mechanism from a discount or screenshotting a post. And they come into a store, or they buy online, and we have to ask them somehow how they heard about us. So it's not really super simple. But when you're doing paid posts, Facebook allows you and Instagram allow you to really track everything and every dollar spent and optimize that funnel as you see hiccups in it. So that's kind of my recommendation. 
believe me, there are businesses that are built on organic conversions and they don't spend a dime on paid media, but it's usually a specific type of business that has some sort of tie to sharing or social awareness campaigns, things like that. So understanding that if you're trying to drive direct response results, right, you're trying to track conversions, paid is generally an easier platform to understand. When you put a dollar in, what are you getting out of it? When you're talking about taking content, let's say you're running an awareness campaign, you're not actually specifically focused on direct response and conversions. How do you make sure that your content gets increased visibility if you're focusing specifically on awareness? Right. And it's not to say just getting great visibility to your content could definitely lead to someone coming into your store or someone buying your product down the road. And if tracking that isn't the issue, you're just trying to keep consistent eyes and awareness growing around your page. And really, it just comes down to a lot of the content strategies and how you're thinking about your content, as we discussed before, continuing to add value because that's what's going to get shared and people are going to comment and engage with. And the more engagement you can get, the more people commenting, people hearing about it and seeing their friends engage with it, that all kind of goes back and adds to that overall awareness. And I think the biggest thing that helps us and our clients is doing a lot of outbound engagement. Most businesses only respond to comments that come their way. They kind of sit and let people come to them on social and post and hope people see it. And two years ago, when everything was chronological on Instagram, and it was a lot different those days, it worked to an extent. You could get awareness, you could get some growth. But now as things are a lot more competitive and just to get on the feed of your followers who already have elected to follow you and see your content is more and more difficult. You have to be able to engage and take that higher step and be the person to reach out first. As much as even in real life, I think we're all kind of embarrassed to do so. Opening your mouth first and making that introduction is a little bit harder sometimes. And same thing with social. If I don't say hello to you, you're probably not going to just go out of your way and somehow discover me on the 700 million people on Instagram and say hello to me. That's kind of the big kicker, I think, to spur some growth and get more awareness towards your content without doing anything drastically different. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. 
So walk me through the mechanics of reaching out to people on Instagram before they are your followers. I've seen a couple different strategies for this. One is you're just finding people that are potentially in your target market and you're following them, hoping that they'll follow you back. And the second is commenting on posts that are related to a specific hashtags. Am I missing steps or what are the ways that you can start to basically drive your following before people are seeing your content? Yeah, those are two of the steps. We definitely like in combination to both of those. So liking has just as much power as a comment in a lot of ways, especially to consumers who don't have 20,000 or 50,000 followers already. Instagram is a unique avenue to push notification on someone's phone. Most people have it turned on on Instagram. And whenever you make an engagement to them, you like a photo, comment, or follow them, you're going to make a push notification on their phone home screen. When they see that, it's kind of that human curiosity that's forcing them to want to go see who it was if it doesn't look familiar to them already. And most people aren't getting 100 new followers a day. They're getting a couple engagements a day without them going out of their way to initiate one themselves. So something comes in out of the blue, it's not like super common. And that's why it it does work is if you're a brand and you know your audience and what they're doing, going into some of those hashtags or interests. For example, if I'm marketing a whole rock climbing brand, they make shoes, ropes, backpacks, helmets, whatever. I'm going to be looking at locations, geolocations of the coolest rock climbing places in wherever I sell in the United States, or maybe it's Yosemite, something else. People are social, especially if they're rock climbing, they're over there posting if they're going to go do it. If I'm going to track up to Yosemite to go haul myself up a cliff face, I'm probably going to post on Instagram about it because I want some sense of satisfaction. Assuming you make it down alive. (laughs) Assuming I make it down alive. Maybe I'll post halfway up while I'm there if I have some service. Sounds like a bad idea. (laughs) But taking advantage of that as a brand is right there in front of you, right? You know your audience, they just posted. All you have to do is go engage with it and now they know who you are. And it's just something that most brands don't do a ton or spend a lot of time and resources doing. But in actuality, it does a lot more than I think we all expect. So the hack here is to not be doing it with in-house expensive labor, but finding somebody that's offshore and less expensive to do the sort of manual work of finding someone that's in your target market, QAing whether they are right, and then having them try to like, comment, and follow at scale. Right, exactly. You can definitely do it yourself. It takes quite a bit of time and doing it manually and yourself, you know the market the best, but let's be honest, I don't think a lot of us have all the time in the world to sit there on Instagram all day as a business owner or someone who has better things to be doing and paying someone full-time in-house to do it isn't cost-effective. So that's how I started doing it is by myself, by my hands. And then I've developed some processes in place at Jumper. That's what we do. And that's kind of how we've provided that service in a little niche in the industry providing that additional awareness to companies where it's just not cost-effective to do it yourself. It's just like everything that we've done to try to scale the production of this podcast. We're able to have a daily podcast. You know, If I had to do everything from content recording to editing to posting to promotion to advertising, I couldn't go to bed. I would never be able to get enough done. So finding your process first, doing things by yourself defining the process and handing it to someone. So while it's manual, it's a simple process to follow. You know, social media marketing where you have to do it at scale and have a lot of reach, that's one of those tasks that to me, hire Jumper Media, go into Upwork and find somebody that's going to do that for you. There's tons of resources that are out there, Jumper Media obviously being the best. (laughs) This is one of those things where like build a following. It's really about volume and repetition and having good boundaries more than anything else, in my opinion. 
Definitely. I use Upwork a ton. We're writing a blog post right now about what I learned from spending half a million dollars on Upwork. So I'll be sure to send that over to you. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Honestly, I just they just IPO'd. Yeah. And day one, I was like, I don't care what it costs. I'm buying some of the stock. Not a lot. <laughs> anyway, any last tips about growing your audience, driving reach? The bigger following you have, the more people are going to consume your content. Any other tips before we let you go? Just don't be afraid to make that first step with someone, whether it's a follow, like, or comment. Don't be bashful out there as a brand and keep your noses down because engaging with them usually leads to good things. Let me ask you one question. It's great to reach out to people, be the first one, say hello, but the repercussions of that at time can be very negative. You're going to get the F-bomb telling you to go away and hide where the sun doesn't shine at times. How much is too much and how should you handle when you get pushback for reaching out to people essentially in an unsolicited fashion? That's the great thing about Instagram is comments aside, as long as you're not doing some automated stupid comment with an emoji or awesome post, if you're liking and following people, it's kind of one of those actions that those are both expected. If I'm on the platform, I'm posting a photo, I'm hoping people like it. So again, that's where you kind of take yourself out of the picture and your own priorities and look at how other people are thinking and how they're using the platform. That's their only hope when they post something. They want satisfaction. When you share something on social, you're looking for gratification from the people you care about and other people on the platform. If you're liking a photo, it's never going to be judged as derogatory or negative. And if you're following someone, the only type of negative is if you unfollow them later, which we do all the time, and a lot of people do, to help get that engagement going. You have maybe 3 or 4% of those people who are tracking it themselves and have some app that tell them, oh my God, this person unfollowed you. They may get a little offensive at times, but it's usually funny because the only reason why they followed you or care is because you were following them. And that's not really the follower you'd want long-term anyways. So your advocates are going to be your advocates. And if you start the relationship or connection through a like or follow, it's usually never really taken negatively. I think the only thing that sticks out to me is there are times when you get a like or a comment parade where some brand will like 16 of your photos at once and all of a sudden your phone is just lit up. Just don't like every single post. Right. One to three photos max whenever you're starting that. I mean, it's kind of like if a girl doesn't respond to you, you're not going to text her 14 times. Just general common sense. If you're not going to start a great relationship by going and liking 30 photos from a person's page, because that's just a little creeperish. Make it natural. Be respective of how you would want to be engaged with and you should be fine. Good tip. And it goes back to the content that we produced for Privacy Week. Don't be creepy. (laughs) And that's a great place to land the plane on this episode. Thanks to Colton Bollinger from Jumper Media for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Colton's tips to building a great Instagram strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we'll be talking about whether you should prioritize paid or organic or even influencer strategies on Instagram. If you can't wait until next week and you'd like to learn more about Colton and his business, go to jumpermedia.co or click on the link in our show notes to get to his bio. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. If you have questions, we want to hear from you. So we built benjshap.com slash question, which allows you to send us a voice message, which if you ask a marketing question, we may answer it on the MarTech Podcast. You could also reach out to us via LinkedIn or Twitter. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology, knowledge in your podcast feed, in addition to the rest of Instagram week, we've got great episodes lined up for the rest of the week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. 
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.